0: Hi, I'm John, and it's great. I see a lot of familiar faces, and I see some new faces, and uh, I, uh, you know, uh, a cool God moment this morning. Uh, I get up, and I get a text from Jeb, and and I'm supposed to be a liturgist over at Kingswood, and, and I call up one of my friends, and he said yes, and so he took over my position over there, and I told Jeb yes. And then my wife asked me, um, you know, what color shirt you're going to wear? And I wore red. Well, when I picked up my daughter, Jillian, she looked on the, the thing and it said, hey, everybody at first, uh, we're doing Pentecost, so, uh, you know, rock the red, you know, wear some red red shirts. And I see a lot of red shirts, and, and I thought, well, that's just a cool God moment. So um, I wear my glasses so I can see you all, but uh, for me to read, I... I have to take them off. So, uh, the scripture reading today is in First John. It's uh, three eleven and then four six. For this is the message you heard from the beginning: we should love one another. You, ch- you dear children, are from God and have overcome them, because you are one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. This is the word of God for the people of God. You know, in that uh, song, there's a lyric in there that talks about the Ebenezer. And uh, when Jeb asked me to come deliver the sermon, he was like, I can send you my notes or uh, you can do whatever you want. And I just smiled inside and I said, great, I'm going to do whatever I want. Because uh, when I deliver a message all I can do is just share with you what God has uh, done with me and working in me and through me and in that song it talks about an Ebenezer and uh, these are memorials that you put up when God meets you here on earth and uh, so I'm gonna share my testimony with what God has been working with me and through me in the last month or so Uh, before I do that I've got to explain a couple of things so you understand where I'm going. Um, if you're not familiar with the song, uh, Lord Prepare Me, Lord Prepare Me to Be a Sanctuary. And uh, about eight or nine years ago, I fell in love with this song, and I was like, man, this song is awesome. And every morning I got up, and when I went to take my shower, I'd put that song on YouTube, and and I'd listen to the song while I was in the shower, and and I uh, did this day in, day out for a couple of weeks. And, and one day I'm in the shower and I just lifted up a prayer to the Lord. And I said, I said, God, I want to be your living sanctuary. I go, send me those people that need you. I said, but give me your eyes and give me your words that they need to hear. And I can tell you that God has been so faithful to me. If you don't know, I work in restaurants. And so I meet a lot of new people, but every customer that I have is not really a customer, they're a friend. And so when I do table touches or go visit someone and see how their meal is doing, people would come to me, and, or I would come to them, and they would start sharing with me something that's going on in their life. And, and uh, then they would stop at the end and they'd go, uh, I'm not sure why I just told you all that. And, and I would just laugh inside and smile, and i go, I know, because it's an answer to my prayer that I gave to God. And uh, so that was, uh, um, the second part is, I do a, a devotional called Seedbed. And uh, I fell in love with Seedbed, and I've been following it for years. And, and one of the things that really clinged to me in Seedbed was the Sower's Creed. And I loved it so much. And, and my wife can testify she was so mad at me because I just typed it up on a piece of paper and I taped it next to our bathroom mirror. And every morning I would recite it. You know, uh, Pastor Bill tells, tells us that the, the longest distance for a Christian is about this much, about six inches, where you take everything from your, heart, uh, your head and then... Place it to your heart. And so as I memorized the the Sower's Creed, I started uh, not to need that paper. And the Sower's Creed goes like this. Today I sow for a great awakening. Today I stake everything on the promise of the Word of God. I depend entirely on the power of the Holy Spirit. I have the same mind in me that's in Christ Jesus. Because Jesus is good news and Jesus is in me. I am good news. Today I will sow the extravagance of the gospel everywhere I go and to everyone I meet. Today I will love others as Jesus has loved me. Today I'll remember that the tiniest seeds become the tallest trees. The seeds sown today become the shade of tomorrow. And the faith of right now becomes the future of the everlasting kingdom. Today, I sow for a great awakening. So, with me saying all that, I'm going to pause for a second and uh, lift everybody up in prayer, especially myself. Uh, Heavenly Father, I, uh, I thank you for this opportunity to share what you've uh, been doing in my life. And, and uh, Holy Spirit, I ask that you fall on each and every person here in a brand new way, Lord. I ask that you wash them from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet. Uh, Wash away those things of the world that don't belong. Uh, The anxiety and all the troubles that we have no control over, I lift them up to you and because that's what your scripture tells us. Give me your burden, all those who are weak and weary because my yoke is light. Lord, I ask that you open up uh, hearts. And ears to receive the message that you've given me today and uh, I ask all these things in Jesus name amen Amen. Amen. all right so um, three weeks ago today Pastor Bill did uh, we're going through a, a sermon series called chaos and what a what a great description of what what I've been going through in my world is my whole world in the restaurant industry has pretty much been turned upside down through COVID and all the new rules and regulations. And so I'm listening to his sermon, and at the end, he takes this big, huge clay pot, and he wraps it up in burlap, and he gets his hammer, and boom, boom, he breaks them up all into pieces. And he tells us, he said, we live in a broken world, and we were broken people, but God uses broken people to help other broken people mend and become beautiful. And so he challenged us all to come up and grab a piece of clay, pottery, and on one side write your name, and then on the flip side write uh, the name of uh, someone that God has put on your heart or someone that you're praying for and, and all that. Well, I walk up front, and I I get the biggest piece that I can find. Not that I have a lot of people on my mind, but I already knew what I was going to do, and and what I did was I just uh, reaffirmed the prayer that I just shared with you about the Lord prepare me to be a sanctuary. So I wrote that prayer down on the back side of that piece of clay. I I said, Lord, I want to be your living sanctuary send me those people that need you, but give me your eyes so I can notice them, but give me your words that they need to hear." And the very next day, I had my small group, and uh, I shared it with everybody that, what I did, and, and uh, as I'm driving to work that day, I'm going to K-Bob's, I'm driving up 21st Street, and I drive, I drive by there all the time, uh, Don Abernathy is my insurance guy. Well, God had put me or put him on my heart for uh, about a week to ten days, and it was eight forty-nine, and I went and instead of going to K-Bobs, I I made a right-hand turn. I went down to Don's office, and I'm thinking, man, if he's if he's open at nine, I'm. Uh, I, I don't really want to wait 12 minutes or whatever uh, to talk to him. But his office opens at 8.30 in the morning. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. You know, So I go in there. Hey, Don, uh, is Don there? Yes, he's here. Going to the office. And I said, Don, I said, God has put uh, you on my heart. And uh, I just want to share with you some things that are going on in my life. And uh, so we sat down and I started to share. About a month ago, uh, I was in K-Bob's and uh, I was walking through the the bar area and I noticed my uh, server was there and she was uh, on a Friday and she's in street clothes and she's sitting at a table and right away I'm thinking, I don't know if she works tonight, but I'm going to go find out, you know. So I make a beeline to the table and... And she must have been reading my mind because she goes, John, I'm off today, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay. But the girls that she was with, I, I knew, but I didn't know. You know what I mean? I mean, I see a lot of people. And, and uh, so the girl on my right, she looks up at me and she smiles. She goes, John, do you remember me? And I'm like, oh, gosh, this is a loaded question. And I told her, I said yes and no. And she goes, John, it was about two years ago we were in here. And then she paused and she goes, no, it's exactly two years ago today. All four of us were in here. And uh, what you did for us that day, I will never forget. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and she said, uh, we were in here and we had already ordered and we had food coming and, and all that. And then we got a call an emergency call that one of our friends was in the emergency room and we had to go. And you walked up to the table and you said, hey guys, I heard you have an emergency. Don't worry about anything because they were trying to get their food put to go. They're trying to pay for the meals and and all that. And I just told them, don't worry about any of that. I'll take care of all that. I said, I just want you to go and take care of your friend. I said, but before you go, can I say a prayer for you? and she goes john because what you did what you did you gave us a whew, you you gave us enough time to say goodbye to our friend but i got to tell you that prayer that you gave for us touched me in a way i can never uh, express or explain but i just want to say thank you and uh, she, uh, she started telling me uh, that Every time that I uh, go through and, and your name is mentioned or K. Bob's, I, I tell them what a great, great man you are. And I smiled at her and I told her, I said, I really appreciate that. I said, but in 2002, as an adult, that's when I truly accepted uh, Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I can tell you the John that you see before you today it was not the John That was there at 2002, but thank you. That's not me. That's Jesus in me. And uh, and so I'm I'm still explaining to Don. I said uh, that day uh, to that point I was discouraged. I was empty. I was dry. Whatever you want to call it. But that day I realized, and man, you talk about getting filled to the full and overflowing. I was filled with living water that day to the overflowing because I realized right then and there, just like the song Waymaker says, even though I don't see you working, even though I don't feel you working, you never stop. All I did was just be me. And walking out what Jesus has shared with me. And and just like the Sower's Creed, you know, uh, I'm good news because Jesus is in me, right? And loving others the way Jesus loved me. And, uh, but I realized that God never stopped working on those four. Never stopped. And he's transforming their lives even now, a month later. Uh, and so then, uh, um, uh, I went to Grady and we did a mock interviews for some high school kids, some, uh, seniors and, and juniors and, and they give me a list of questions and I'm, I'm going through and I'm doing all these and I'm, I meet one of the little girls and, and, uh, the first question I have to ask is, tell me about yourself. The girl broke my heart. She goes, uh, I don't like talking about me. And the way she said it, I was like, oh, man. And then, uh, so anyways, I did a timeout and I did a teaching moment because one of the survey questions that the school had asked me to do was, did the students take a challenge in their life and turn it to a positive uh, in their deal? And that's what I explained to her. I said, look, I don't need to know all your life story. I said, but you can share with me your your skills and characteristics that would make me want to hire you. But even though I told her that, two other occasions during the interview, she said similar things, not the exact same thing, but I don't like to talk about me. I don't like my past. I don't like what's happened to me. And and my heart is just crying for as I'm going along. And then at the end of the uh, interview, My question is, do you have any questions for me? And she asked me, she goes, "Uh, what can I do to be better? And oh man, and the way she asked it, I was like, I said, girl, I'm gonna go off script here. I said, I'm gonna share a little testimony with you. And uh, um, so uh, two or three years ago, I'm at Guadalajara. Uh, over on Maine. We're not open right now, so don't ask me uh, later, okay? Uh, but uh, I was at Guadalajara, and we uh, closed at 3 on Saturdays, and I had to work at uh, night at K-Bob's. So I don't know about y'all, but when I have a long day like that, I need a power nap. So I go home, and uh, I tell Joanne I'm going to go take a power nap. I, I lay my uh, phone uh, on my chest and I'm listening to my Bible app and I'm listening to Luke while I'm taking my nap and, and when I, uh, uh, I'm sleeping I have the image of one of my ex-employees I hadn't seen in about three years and all I see is this, she's just doing this and it woke me up and I'm like I sat on the corner of my bed and I go Lord, I don't know what to do with this I go, do you want me to call her? And, you know, the scripture says, be still, right? So I'm sitting at the corner of my bed, and I'm just trying to be quiet, listening for God's tug on my heart or something, and, and there's nothing there. And so I pull my phone out, and I look through my contacts, and uh, I have her n- uh, number in my contacts. So I ask again, I said, Lord, I have Angelica's contact information Would you like me to call her? Still nothing. And I don't know about y'all, but my attention spans about this long. And so I'm sitting there, and I pull up my phone, and uh, what do I do? I pull up Facebook. The first posting on my Facebook was from Angelica. And right away, I'm like, whew, I'm getting it right now. Just goose skin. I'm like, okay, Lord, I hear you loud and clear. And so I call up Angelica. I go, Angelica, this is John. She goes, yeah, I know. I got you on my contacts. I said, girl, I don't want you to think I'm crazy. This has never happened to me before. And I just shared with her what I just shared with you. And then I told her. I said, Angelica, God hears your cries. And he loves you so much that he asked me to call you to let you know He hears you and He loves you. On the other end, there's like a five-second pause. She goes, oh my gosh, John! I've got all these problems I'm dealing with right now. I'm dealing with all this anxiety. And so I listened to her, and then I said a prayer for her. And then uh, at the end of our conversation, I said, Angelica, I said, God loves you, and so do I. If you ever need anything, just let me know. And then I looked at the girl at, uh, from Grady and, and I looked her in the eyes and I said, uh, My prayer for you is that God gives you His eyes the next time you look at yourself so He can see you. And in my heart right now, what I hear is God is telling you, You're my daughter. And I love you and I love you right where you're at you do not have to do anything and uh, um, and unfortunately or fortunately I don't know how how to gauge this I just I just trust in God's timing I have another interview scheduled That that gentleman walked in and and, uh, so I had to stop my interview but after the end of the interview uh, the the principal came in and I I confessed to the principal. I said, "Girl, I went off script, and uh, I had to share my testimony with one of your uh, students." And she goes, "Great! That's why I gave you all the juniors and seniors because I knew if you if if they needed Jesus, you wouldn't be shy and bashful. You would share Jesus with them." And so I just shared with her and and all that, and uh, um, and then. Uh, the, the sower's creed, if you go back to the sower's creed, uh, the tiniest seeds become the tallest trees. The seeds sown today become the shade of tomorrow. And the faith of right now becomes the future of the everlasting kingdom. Uh, God made all that so real for me. And then uh, I got done uh, speaking with uh, Don, and he gets up. And he gives me the warmest hug. And he goes, John, you don't realize how much I need to hear this today. And I just smiled inside. And another answered prayer from God. God hears our cries. He answers our prayers. He may not answer them the way I think. I just know every day that I walk it out, that I walk it out with Jesus. Because I can't do this alone. You know, and the uh, the thing here, it said... Jesus told them, don't leave Jerusalem without the the Holy Spirit because we can't do this alone. But there's a hurting world out there that needs each and every one of us to share the love of Jesus that we all know. And the only way they're going to get it because they're not coming to church is we have to be the church outside and what we're doing. But... I want to leave you with this: is that God never stops working. All we have to do is our part, and I promise you, I promise you, He will do His. Just I I know it. Um, and then the feelings that you you receive, you know, you hear that uh, that word blessing in the blessing. It is so true. I am so excited and so blessed to be able to share the love of Jesus with others in 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 just the way I am God just takes me the way I am and I don't know you may have a talent for cookies and you may just write on a cookie you know God loves you and just hand out cookies I don't know I know that uh, most people wouldn't want my cookies so um, but uh, I love to pray for people I love uh, to share what God is doing in my life, and, and I just walk that out every day, just like the Sower's Creed says. I'm sowing for a great awakening. I don't worry about the, the soil that I'm throwing the seeds into, because that's not my part. Because I, I learned four weeks ago that God is working, uh, and I could, I could sow this and, and go, oh, this ground is dry or, oh, that person's not going to receive me or whatever. And I can't do that anymore because God is so faithful in what He does. And uh, uh, I'm going to leave, uh, leave you with uh, this, that uh, God loves you and so do I. Amen. Thank you. Amen.